0: the Headache Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Taves, and it's my mission to empower everyone with headaches and migraines to break free from a life of fear and dependence and thrive in everything you do. And in today's podcast, I'm excited to have a fellow physical therapist who is passionate about headaches and migraines, who also has her own personal story as a guest. So thank you, Jacqueline, for being on the podcast today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so Jacqueline is actually, Dr. Storzbach, uh, is the newest member of Novera Headache Center. So if you fly out to Colorado Springs or if you're here local and you want to get treatment, you have the option of seeing me, Dr. Taves, or Dr. Storzbach. So this is this is, a, is an exciting moment uh, in the history of Novera Headache Center as we are growing and expanding and helping more people. Um So, Jacqueline, let's start off with you just telling a little bit about your story, uh, personally, with headaches.
1: Yeah, so my story is a little interesting. I think around the age of six or seven, um, I was playing flashlight tag in the backyard with my older sisters and neighbors, and I was one of the younger kids, Um, so a little smaller than everyone else, and we used to hide in the grass at nighttime and then try to find each other with flashlights. I don't know if other people know that game, but... Um, so I was hiding and another bigger kid just came kind of running across the lawn, didn't see me and just like full kick to the side of my head, um, pretty hard. And it was just like instant headache. Um, I remember going in and telling my mom and crying and not understanding. And it just felt awful. Um, and that was like my first experience. And then since then, you know, I kind of remember headaches ever since then. And then when I hit puberty, especially, I really started to get, more, more of a migraine type symptom. And then it's always kind of been on this right side primarily.
0: Okay. All yeah. right. So from that sort of traumatic, the the kid kicked you in the head yeah. <laughs> onward, um, how, how frequently, I mean, is this something that like, you had to cater your whole life around? Or was it just like once every six months?
1: No, I definitely, it came to a point of catering my life around it. I, um, they probably started, you know, a little bit more infrequently. But again, by the time I was 12, I was probably having at least three, four migraines or three more, three or four headaches a month and at least like one big migraine. Um, and then through college, even especially with extra stress and grad school and all of that, um, It was one of those things that it was I was regularly taking ibuprofen, just trying to get through my day and like kind of nervous about big events because you never knew if you're going to have a headache or not. Um, Yeah. 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 It's amazing what you can push through. But it really was it was, you know, it's a life changing thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of you listeners are hearing that and you're like, wow, okay." so Dr. Taves uh, has not experienced migraines. I, I have had one scenario Uh, where I was flying, and the pressure change in the cabin triggered what it felt like my head was going to explode. But Dr. Storzbach actually has this personal experience of of having uh, at least one migraine a month Mm -hmm. and frequent headaches. So a lot of times patients come into the clinic And they just feel hopeless and frustrated because they've seen provider after provider Mm -hmm. and no one's really been able to explain what's going on so bring us into like as you're going through treatment and and trying to find a solution like what what did you feel and what were your interactions with providers
1: yeah you know i mean even in high school i remember my parents trying to help me find a solution and they would take me to the doctor who would just maybe prescribe medication You know, I remember them taking me to a chiropractor and I did that for a while, but it wasn't very helpful. Um, And then I remember like in college, I tried acupuncture um, and then more doctors because I kept moving, you know, moving cities, new doctors. Okay, maybe let's try this other medication. Uh, But I was still reaching for the ibuprofen constantly, it felt like. Um, and then it got really frustrating when I was at my own, in PT school, it's like, I I couldn't figure out the problem and I couldn't find it others around me to figure out the problem. And so that was really frustrating. Um, it was definitely hard with, with doctors, you know, they have such short time with you and there were just so many times I felt really dismissed like, Oh, well, you're just another young female we've seen with headaches and no big deal. You know, take some meds. It'll be fine with no actual solution. Um, And so that gets really frustrating you know In the the acupuncture and the chiropractor i would actually say helped more but it was never long lasting it was never like you know oh this really made a change long term Um, so and they were you know those types of providers they get to spend more time with you so a little bit more understanding but i just never felt like i no one ever explained it to me or they would just say let's try to find your triggers and then I i felt like everything could trigger me so i could never pinpoint it is it food You know, I did the whole food diary thing. I remember even one doctor had me check my glucose levels. Like I actually pricked my finger for a while because they thought it was a glucose thing. It wasn't that. Um, Yeah, and it just felt like I went running around. I went to the eye doctor several times. They were convinced, you know, it was my eyes, got new glasses. Oh, that should be better. No, it's not better. (laughs) You know, that sort of thing. So I feel like I went through a lot um, and not until recently I do. I feel like I've actually gotten a handle on them.
0: Yeah, so... Experiencing headaches and migraines and you say in PT school, that's when it really got yeah. frustrating. Yeah. So were headaches and migraines the reason you decided to pursue physical therapy and then someday work at a, at a headache center?
1: You know, that's interesting. It really wasn't my um, impetus for that. Now, obviously, what's interesting is like even as a PT student, I never thought of migraines as a PT specialty, which is just really sad. Um, you know, I, I remember like I played sports in high school and I'd hurt myself and I had to do some rehab for like my back and an ankle at one point. And I just remember that was actually my impetus. I loved working with the PTs. Um, and I just remember thinking I want to kind of combine science and art together. And it just kind of seemed like a really good avenue. Um, so that's actually was my impetus. What's so ironic (laughs) is like, yes, during PT school, I thought, well, maybe I can find something for my headaches, but I never did. And I, I never even, um, Yeah, I just, I never found the right person, the right teacher, the right professor, anyone who um, could really feel like they could help me.
0: Okay. All right. So you're going through school, you're going through PT because you're excited about healthcare. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've seen, so who who all did you see? Primary care, neurology, acupuncture?
1: Um, Yep. So primary care, eye doctor, acupuncture, chiropractor, um... That's probably it. But several primary cares, because again, I had been moving some and trying to find different doctors and they were all just, it was all just about different medications. Yeah. Or, you know, they say, oh, manage your stress. Well, <laughs> you know, everyone's trying to manage their stress. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, you try all the things in yoga and, um, you know, bat, Epsom salt baths. And yes, that all can, can sometimes help. But again, it's not getting at the source.
0: Yeah. So going through this as, as a kid, ever, you know, ever since the kid kicked you in the head <laughs> yeah. moving onward moving onward um yeah is this is this something where you you knew people around you that also had migraines or did you feel alone in this what you know what was that like
1: you know i actually i kind of did feel alone um but what's interesting is over my life i've met more and more people and my oldest sister also suffers from headaches and migraines and so that was one thing that i felt like she always kind of understood um, whereas everyone else in my family and my friends who had never really experienced headaches or migraines, I think, you know, you definitely feel alone because that you can't see the pain. They, no one understands the pain. So maybe it's it's made up. Maybe it's in your head. Maybe you just have like a low threshold to life or something. And you're like, no, there's really something wrong. I'm just not sure what it is. Um, and it can feel really isolating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So many patients, I think, are going through this process, sort of. Um, Shying away from speaking about it. Initially, Mm -hmm. as the pain starts, you think, okay, like this is a problem I need to solve, and there's a solution out there. Mm -hmm. I just need to find it. And the more providers you see and the less help you find, the more you just think, like, this is something I just have to deal with. Is that correct? Yeah,
1: absolutely. You start to think, like, you become hopeless. You kind of just think, like, this is just who I am. I guess this is just the cards I've been dealt, and it's just part of who I am. I'm going to have to suffer however many days a month for the rest of my life which just isn't true i really truly realize that now but even as a pt i had so many moments where i'm like it's you know this is this is just how my life is going to be
0: yeah yeah so i'm curious as you're seeing these doctors did you tell them oh yeah i i was kicked in the head and then i had a headache (laughs) no okay all right (laughs) you know what's
1: interesting is not until like the last few years did i like remember truly thinking about like when was my first headache that I like really remembered the incident and really like correlated it. I kind of always just thought like I was a kid, you know, you eventually feel better. It's no big deal. You're malleable. But I, when I really think about it, like I had never experienced a headache. And I mean, it was instantaneous, which now that as a PT, I realized was an actual injury. It was like probably a small concussion, but I just didn't know that at the time. Um, yeah, And so, yeah, no, I ever never talked to my providers about it. I would definitely, you know, the whole, like once you hit puberty, the once a month menstruation thing seemed to play a role, but I would get them without that also. So that would also kind of be like a scapegoat for some of the providers like, oh, just, you know, once a month preventively takes some ibuprofen, you'll be fine. But that really wasn't the whole story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for all of the, the moms and dads out there who have kids that might be, Uh, Well, one category is if they have headaches, headaches are never normal. And especially if they have migraines, you have to take that into consideration of, you know, kids are very active and and we play and it's natural to fall or trip or get hurt or get kicked in the head. And so it's uh, we always need to understand that um, the body can sustain these injuries. And oftentimes we need to uh, actually treat these joints and the structures that are especially stabilizing our 12 pound head on our neck. Um, as that is more likely to, or more susceptible to these injuries. So, um, it's interesting, Dr. Storzbach, that you, uh, didn't necessarily connect that until you started to realize like, oh, this is a neck problem.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's, again, it's so, and I've always was one of those, like you'd rub your neck a lot and you kind of would always feel it kind of starting at the neck and then eventually wrapping around, um, and so, yes, in a way, I always knew it was my neck, but I never understood how to isolate the right part because, yeah, you could do some general stretches and get a massage and maybe it would help for a bit. But again, it wasn't really pinpoint enough to get to the root. And now, you know, that I've learned enough, been trained enough, um, have enough experience and working with you is the first time I have a handle on it that I can really like go through life and feel like not every trigger is going to get me and I can tr- I can really manage and enjoy my life.
0: Yeah, so one of the things that people ask all the time is, do you know someone near me that can do this? Mm -hmm. And I, with everything in me, want to say yes. (laughs) Um, But the problem right now is it's just kind of this gap within our healthcare system. Mm -hmm. And physical therapy um, is not addressing this problem, and and it comes from a few different sources. But um, I think your story is interesting because you're a very experienced uh, manual therapist, physical therapist, and so, tell me a little bit about from PT school onward. Like, what were the, uh, what were some of the things that you pursued? The things that got you excited? What was your experience? And was that in headaches? And coming to where we are now, um, if if you feel like there's a gap, why do you think that gap is there?
1: Yeah. So, like, kind of going through my story, you know, I got out of PT school. I first took took a job um, in a hospital, and then quickly kind of moved to an outpatient setting. Um, and since then, I've always really focused on outpatient and hands-on manual work, which I absolutely love. Um, and I've really kind of developed, you know, I've taken multiple different approaches um, and different courses to kind of combine together. Um, I will say after two years, I took my certification in dry needling, and that was one thing that really changed the game as far as my Uh, Treatment with patients, and then even myself when I was able to be treated by my coworkers that actually did seem to get at some of the trigger points and root causes. Um, So that was a big thing I brought in. Um, And then, yeah, as I went on, you know, I would see a lot of different, you know, I'd see a lot of shoulders and backs, and yes, head and neck. Um, And it was interesting. I really feel like I've kind of dove into the shoulder more and got a little bit more um, expertise in that and noticed the correlation of like shoulder to TMJ to neck to head. and how yeah that interrelates um and definitely the last year what i was seeing a little bit more because in my last clinic um it seemed like i would kind of get more of the chronic pain patients like kind of the people that no one else wanted to see (laughs) Um, and so i feel like i got really good um at understanding chronic pain and then also understanding that like chronic migraine pain And obviously with my own story, really trying to dive deep of like, how do I help these people the most? Um, And not until again, diving into the neck and then becoming really efficient at it. Have I been able to make a change?
0: Yeah. So you, we, we've been working together now for two weeks and Dr. Storzbach is, is diving in and patients are liking her better than me now. (laughs) Um, But I, I want to ask Out of the patients that we've seen and you've heard their stories, Mm -hmm. um, are those patients that you have found in other clinics or is this a unique population that we're treating?
1: No, it's definitely unique considering that's really all we do here. Before, you know, it would just be intermittent when I would see them. I love that right, you know, in this clinic, it is all we do. It is all we see. Um, We hear the same similar stories. Now, everyone's story is different, but, you know, those same stories over and over again and it's the same hopelessness that comes in um, and the same people, though, that we can get them to walk out the door and realize there's so much hope and they, they're going to feel better.
0: Yeah. So coming to the place now where um, you have your own personal experience of treating headaches and migraines, um, and we're getting excited about, oh my gosh, like this is something that I've found relief with and I can help other people with. Um, one, how, how do you personally, personally feel knowing like there's an answer um, and how exciting is it to help other people in that?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's it, again, it's life changing. Um, I feel like I have my life back, and I can like enjoy my hobbies and my evenings. I used to go home, you know, and just feel so tired or fatigued from my low grade headache all day. It's like the whole evening was shot. Now I can like really go home and cook dinner and play with my dogs and go outside and chainsaw some <laughs> trees up if I need to, and all the things, which is awesome. And the fact that like. I'm just, I'm just happier. I'm easier to uh, be present with the people around me that I love um, and give back more to them, which feels so good. And now I can give all of that back to my patients during the day. Like if someone gets up and walks off and feels better and they have more, um, they're more empowered to just thrive in their day, it just is, it's like the best feeling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So um, trying to solve this problem. Right, because there's a lot of people that suffer with headaches and migraines. Mm-hmm. Um, in your opinion, why why is this not something that is readily available within healthcare?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, to be honest, I think one thing is um, either people are too generalized or too specialized. Um, meaning, the generalized like PT again just doesn't see enough of this specific area. In school, there's not enough specific training on the head and neck. Um, and then unless you truly seek it out and find a mentor and have an interest in that, it's just not, it's not something normal PTs are going to become efficient with. Um, now the specialty, I mean more about like the other types of providers, right? Like the neurologist, you know, there's always these very specialty people, um, but they're kind of like missing the big picture. And again, you can kind of be bounced around a lot. And I just think there's this huge gap, um, that somehow has been overlooked and and most providers most doctors don't have the orthopedic hands on work they don't know how to assess the neck properly and that's not a fault to them that's just not in their training um, you know they just don't do that and so i think you know their first thing should be go see a pt in this specialty assess your neck properly that's probably the root of your headaches i mean i think that should be like frontline every time someone comes in with a headache
0: yeah yeah it's it's actually um, I think a lot of people listening to this can relate. But I, I think if, if we were to stop and listen and ask probing questions,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, even your story. So how long did you suffer with headaches and migraines?
1: I mean, I'm 32 now. So 30, I like 27 years probably. Yeah, so 27 years.
0: <laughs> and so with, let's say year two into having headaches, you, you go to that primary care doctor mm-hmm. or whoever it is. And if, if they stop and just ask specific questions and listen, they would know your first headache was when a kid kicked you in the head. Right. Right. And then intuitively you think, well, your, your head itself is, Mm -hmm. it's a, you know, the skull is a, it's a bone. It's something that is not necessarily going to be compromised. And if it is, we'll find out an x-ray, but the neck, what happened to the neck during that injury? Mm -hmm. And from there we can get you the appropriate treatment. And so oftentimes it just comes back to listening and understanding that the neck can be a problem in the first place. Yeah. Um, but you know, you, the patient oftentimes people do not associate their symptoms with head and neck pain, uh, to whatever injury they sustain. Cause even sometimes the the injury will happen and then patients can, can have the, the symptoms that pop up later. Uh-huh. Um, but I think your story is really interesting because like you, we could have solved you know, twenty seven years <laughs> yeah. of headaches and migraines if, if we could have solved that neck issue right away.
1: I know. Yeah. Yeah. And so
0: <laughs> as providers, Dr. Storzbach and I, we want to send that that message of, hey, let's treat this early so that we can spare you from decades of headaches and migraines, those lost days to migraines that hit at the most inconvenient times. Yeah. Um, so what what's kind of an important message that you want to share to fellow uh, headache and migraine suffers. and hopefully people that are um, through what we're teaching them will no longer suffer. So
1: yeah, so I mean, the first thing is like go find treatment that works, like um, Novera Headache Center, as soon as possible because the more you wait, the harder it is to treat. Um, the more things that can pop up that kind of muddy the waters, and so truly um, just find you know find a clinic that can do what we do. Um, second thing is if you have kids don't don't pass it off like oh they're just a kid you know it'll go away they're resilient which they are but um, you know don't overlook that in the earlier you can get them in we, we can set them up for a much better few decades um, yeah is that kind of what you were thinking yeah yeah
0: absolutely <laughs> all right well awesome Dr. Storzbach I, I really appreciate you one um, joining the practice and the effort of helping people with headaches and migraines. Yeah. Uh, it's a mission we're on, and it's a, it's a big mountain we're trying to climb, mm-hmm. um, but one person at a time. And you guys can help us with that by sharing the this podcast, um, writing a review, subscribing. And then if you are suffering with headaches and migraines, and you're listening to this, and you're like, hey, these guys can help me, then I want you to schedule that virtual discovery visit, or if you're in town or or can get here, then I want you to come into the clinic so that we can help you through this journey, um, because there's a good chance you don't have to suffer anymore. And again, this is the Headache Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Taves. And
1: I'm Dr. Storzbach.
0: And it's our mission to empower everyone with headaches and migraines to break free from a life of fear independence and thrive in everything you do. Thanks again for listening.